Welcome to the Happy Mindset, episode 168. Today's episode is called The Herd Illusion. So today I'm going to talk about the herd illusion when it comes to living in the world as an individual and the feelings you have to sometimes deal with when it comes to this us against the world, me against the world mentality. I'm also going to tie this to gaslighting. I know I mentioned in the previous episode that I wanted to talk a little bit about gaslighting. It's a term, gaslighting is a term I've come, it's come into my awareness in the last few years. I think it's became more popularized popularized in the last few years in personal development circles. It's something that I experienced in my life that I didn't have language for. And when I didn't have language and awareness around, it was very harmful to my own mental health and well-being. So first of all, talk about the herd illusion. So the herd illusion is this feeling that you're alone in how you see things. And as a creative person, when you're putting stuff out there, when you're creating your work, there's an element of truth to that because you are putting stuff out there that is unique and individual to you. That's the whole point of being an individual, being an individual voice. You're expressing things that wouldn't exist without you being there. The flip side of that originality is that feeling that I'm alone in how I think about things, how I feel about things. And I just wanted to talk about this today in this episode because I feel like it's a feeling that anybody who is willing to put themselves through the artistic process, through the process of creating work that matters, it's a feeling you'll have to come to terms with. And it's also a feeling that's quite normal. It's actually quite hard. I found it very challenging to feel this feeling at the beginning because it does feel like me against the world and that's very unsettling if you haven't got a a solid sense of who you are first so that's the tricky part i found at the start when i didn't i didn't know what i was doing i didn't know what i was trying to do today i'm still it's gradually still unfolding for me i don't i can't say that i fully understand what i'm doing but i'm more clear on what i get from this medium what i get from doing these things i see it as a release for myself I see my my clarity of mind has improved. My peace of mind has improved over time. So it is worth the struggle of sometimes feeling alone and how I think, think about things. That's gotten a lot better though, because people have started to gradually connect with me through my work over the years. And that sense of being alone gradually dissipates with that because you also see that other people are struggling with the exact same feelings as you and you can help them through the process. And in doing so, you're kind of killing two birds at one stone. You're giving yourself experiences that show you that you're not alone. And also you're helping somebody else through a similar experience to you. So the herd illusion, I feel, is the at the core of this. It's this nebulous little idea that... I think I picked up on this because I observed how other people deal with deal with the sense of being alone and how that sometimes manifests in latching onto a group, belonging to a group, for better or for worse. What I noticed was that within a lot of within groups, you kind of position yourself in a way where and I, I do this in the podcast too. It feels like maybe 5% of people are within my tribe and the 95% are outside of my tribe. The 95% in my mind would would represent the status quo 
the people who want things to remain exactly the same, who don't like being challenged, that is the herd illusion in my mind. And I started to see this because I started looking at it from the point of view of, yeah, well, this is my 5% over here. This is a made up figure anyway, but that's what it feels like. Then I see other people talking in similar terms about their 5% and then another person talking about their 5%. And I started thinking about, well, if I am part of my small little tribe, my small little group that I'm, I'm creating, and the other person is part of their group that they're creating, and we're all positioning ourselves to this 95% of people who are outside of the group who we feel in the moment are the common opponent, the common opposition to who we are. Then like if we're all, it, that would mean that I'm part of the 95% for somebody else and they're part of the 95% for me. That's when I started looking at this. I'm like, who am I actually fighting against in my own mind? Because this, this 95% of people is a made up thing. It's even though it feels like a real thing, it's it's actually a made up thing. And we're all going through a similar struggle with this herd illusion, which is, an, is a feeling and an illusion to work through because by working through it, you do actually get to interact more with the people who are on a similar wavelength to you or who are interested in things you're interested in doing. So you do go through it. But I think it's important to recognize that it's quite illusionary, this idea of the people who are not within my tribe that I've made up in my mind. So I found that helpful because it's not as rigid and heavy when I think of it like that. That actually gives me a bit more compassion for other people, the people who in the moment I feel make up the 95% of other people. It's kind of like challenging the status quo without defining what the status quo is. I was having a conversation about this last week and just that word status quo is very open. It's very hard to define what you mean when you say the status quo you can only kind of generally talk about it in terms of how you are versus how you sense the outside world is, how you sense the other people are and how society is. So it's kind of like battling against a made up status quo that stops you from actually changing your life. I feel as the individual, I'm going to cast aside movements, social justice movements out of this equation, but just talking from the point of view of the individual who's unhappy with the status quo, because this is why it's tricky, because the status quo is real, but it's hard to define what you mean by the status quo, because the status quo, I feel it's very individual, like there's, there's lots of things that make up the status quo. I think in the status quo would be the traditional way of doing education in Ireland, for example, you go primary school, secondary school, you generally go to university after that. There are other options, but that's generally the status quo today. In my parents' generation, it's quite different. It wasn't that everybody went to university. The status quo was actually more aligned to not going to university and going into a trade. Whereas that's reversed. That's a complete switch today in my generation. That just shows you that the status quo is up for change. But I found in my individual life, 
it's been more productive to focus in on what is valuable to me and how do I go about finding that in the world rather than battling what currently is. It's just using that principle of focusing your energy in the direction you want to move it in rather than focusing it in the direction where there's opposition, resistance, and there's no actual evolution. So that's the, the herd illusion there. And this herd illusion ties into gaslighting. I feel it ties into gaslighting. Let's talk a little bit around gaslighting, what that feels like, and also how to work, work through that, work through the gaslighting that you might have to face or that you might currently be facing. You don't really know, you don't really see it yet. So with gaslighting, gaslighting is somebody making you question your thoughts, your beliefs, your ideas, to the extent that you start questioning your own reality or perception of reality, your sanity, the point where you actually start questioning your sanity. So it's a very dangerous thing if left unconscious. It's taken me a long time to, uh, I suppose, to work to work through this. I think it becomes even more pronounced when you are inclined to want to be creative, express art. Because I'm sure even look, looking at the picture, looking at the picture behind me there of the abstract image. If I wasn't comfortable in myself and if I wasn't comfortable with my thoughts, my ideas about the world, if I didn't have an open mind, receptivity to interacting with different types of people, then it'd be very unsettling for me there if I've that in the background and somebody comes up challenging me about this and saying that's nonsense. And it's a very aggressive energy. So gaslighting, gaslighting is actually a little bit more dangerous, I feel, because so on the one hand, one hand, you'll have a person who's aggressive, overly aggressive, who will actually start kind of attacking you for who they perceive you to be and what you're saying. Gaslighting is a bit more subtle. It'll be subtle things somebody will say to you that will get you to start questioning your thoughts about things. So somebody looking at my video today could go, what would they, what would they say unsettling to unnerve me? you know, what you're saying is a load of nonsense. That's not well researched. Uh, that's not actually real. That's not true. It'll be subtle. It'll be probably even be subtler than that, but it'll be things like that where you start to kind of look at yourself and you're like, maybe they're right. Maybe, maybe my perception of things is off. Maybe what I'm seeing isn't actually true. So that is very unsettling. Uh, what I would do with it, though, is pay attention to the feeling. Pay attention about how somebody's making you feel, especially if they're very manipulative in this. Pay attention to make, pay attention to how they make you feel about yourself. What I found over the years, the more I focused on my own personal growth, it's been easier to just identify that. I mentioned in the last the abstract thinking episode that the more you work on real skills that are abstract in nature. And the more you bring a playfulness to things too, the playfulness allows a bit more experimentation, not rigidity to it. Even when I'm talking there about the research thing, so I do I do research on the different things I talk about. I wouldn't have material to talk with if I didn't read, if I didn't look into things. But in saying that, 
The other thing with, with studies and research is that if you've got a point of view on something, you'll find data to back up that point of view, regardless of whether it's true or not, whether, regardless of whether it's actually helpful or not. It's something I've been more and more realizing over the years. And it's reflecting now on my podcast and in my, my books. I'm more focused on making the invisible visible, making the intangible tangible, making the inner world more tangible also. So uh, what I'm interested in is expressing feelings, emotions, thoughts, ideas that would otherwise remain in the unconscious. And the unconscious can be a dangerous place when it seeps into culture, when it seeps into how we do things around here, the unspoken rules we have. For me, it's more important to get things out there. Like even talking about this concept of gaslighting, making that, just shining a light in that, bringing awareness to that. That's what's important to me, especially for just for, if you're listening to this, for the genuine people who, who just want to express what they're here to express, connect, make the connections with the people they're here to connect with. Another toxic thing I actually see with concepts in general in personal development, but even with this concept gaslighting, it's using these concepts as a way to avoid your own uncomfortable feelings and the way you feel about things. So when I'm talking about gaslighting, it's not to say that you're going to use this to as a weapon that you're going to weaponize this against the people who say things to you that you don't agree with or say things that might actually be true that you don't, don't want to hear. I'm saying it to bring an awareness to the fact that some people can do this to you. I don't know why they do it to you, their own pain, their own struggles they haven't deal, dealt with, but just to shine a light on that, that it's important to trust how you see the world Trust your intu intuition, your gut on things, on people to follow that. Everybody sees the world differently if they're being true to themselves. Everybody sees it differently. When we don't see it differently, a lot of the time we're buying into group think, herd mentality and mindless thinking. So that's something to keep in mind that uh, if everybody's a bit more open and honest, I think we would have a world that would look very different. And at least try to be open and honest. Like, I'm not saying that I'm the most open and honest person ever. I'm doing my best. Uh, I'm aware that I'm susceptible, as anyone is, to the human flaws groupthink. But I'm doing my best to consciously work through that because that's, I just appreciate experiences where things are just more conscious, where people are different, and they can still get along not even still getting along. People are different because they can provide different perspectives on your life that will actually help you. And then it's also, I find it great when somebody's actually interested in how I'm doing and what I'm doing and I can just share things and it actually helps them to think about things a bit differently and they actually change things in their life for the better. I love doing that in the same way that I love meeting people who will Trying to light on something I hadn't looked at, I hadn't experienced. That's why I like writing books and interviewing authors. I like the thought process, listening to the thought process that goes into it, the research that goes into it, the life experiences that go into it. So there are things that, yeah, there are things that I value. There are things that are important. And, and that's, uh, <clears throat> that's why I do these things. 
So just linking the gaslighting to the herd illusion, just want to make that link here. So with gaslighting, it's somebody getting you to question your inner reality. Another way they actually do it is it'll be how you remember things to get you to question your memory about things. So that becomes very psychologically unnerving. Destabilizing. The way I think it ties to the herd mentality or the, the group illusion, the herd illusion, is that the person who's gaslighting you sometimes will make you feel like you're seeing the world this way, but normal people see the world in this way. So they use this herd illusion, this illusion of everybody is, is us against you. We see the world this way. You're seeing the world that way. You need to fix yourself. That can make it very unsettling because then you feel like it's not just this person, it's everybody else as well. So I must be wrong then. So that's, that's something that can happen with friends. That's something that happen with family. There are so many areas where that can happen. I feel sometimes gaslighting happens, un happens unconsciously. It's just people don't know any different, don't know any better. And other times I think it would be a bit more conscious, a bit more manipulative. I think it's just important to be aware of it. If you're somebody who's struggling with gaslighting, if you feel like this might be going on in your life right now, I would feel, I, I, I think what, what I'd recommend with hindsight would be to, if you feel like you've got somebody in your life you, you can talk to, I would start talking a bit around it or even looking for professional help therapy. Just find ways to talk about it. And then just, I guess the reassurance that, that uh, trust your gut in things Looking back on my life, maybe maybe I wasn't seeing things exactly correct sometimes. Maybe I was being triggered by things. Maybe I wasn't being myself. So there's elements of it there, but I think fundamentally though, everybody sees the world differently. So you're here to express that, how you see the world differently, get comfortable with that. Anything that will move you in the direction of getting comfortable with who you are, how you see things is a movement in the right direction. What I will say, if, if you're somebody who has been gaslighted or who's currently been gaslighted, movement in the right direction is when you're learning to be more comfortable in yourself. You, there's a sense of healing from it. And what will also happen is that you'll, you'll gradually move away from the gaslighters. You'll, you'll gradually have more courage and self-esteem in yourself to move away. Because it's not, it's, not it's not gonna be helpful for you in the long run. Even this, this can manifest very simply in the feeling if you're in the feeling you have of somebody where you're questioning their intentions at all, I feel again, that that's, that's not, that's not a, that's not a healthy relationship dynamic. If you have to question why somebody's doing something that's shaky ground again, because maybe sometimes, maybe sometimes you've misread it and you're, and then you see you've misread it. You're only putting yourself in situations where you're open to gaslighting for whether you're right or wrong, you're open to that experience, but that doesn't need to be your experience at all. It all it's all dependent on how comfortable you are with yourself and who you're interacting with. Cause you can find other people. There are people in the world out there who are considerate of other people who will talk and listen to other people who don't, who don't try and control other people's perception of the world, who don't interact with you as a two-dimensional character, 
they're the types of people you want to be moving towards if your intention is to to not have to experience this kind of world of gaslighting and well for the herd illusion i think that's part of the creative process it's something you grow to not be so unsettled with and so unnerved with after a while as you start to see every, any creator is going through that i think a lot of people have gone through gaslighting in their life as well uh even growing up as a child when you're in a codependency relationship within the family there can be innocent times where it feels like gaslighting uh, so that that's a bit trickier because as a child your development you're you're developing psychologically so there are things to learn but sometimes sometimes there, there's a there's a bit of a, a mix there as well that can be yeah a bit dysfunctional so as an adult that's something if that has happened that's something you can also work through so it's really just getting comfortable in your own perception of the world and uh and connecting with people who who aren't inclined to make you question your inner reality and then not imposing your way of being on other people finding all that blend and that's it that's that's what i just wanted to talk about today i hope that is of use i just wanted to shine a light on that just for anybody who's struggling with these feelings for me it's been it's been moving through these feelings moving through these experiences more to to just better sense of self-esteem self-confidence self-worth and just feeling in general more alive and more connected that's uh that's the intention here to get you moving in that direction or if you're in that direction already just to keep you moving along that direction so that's it if you enjoyed today's podcast i'd appreciate if you give a rating and a review to the podcast and thanks again for listening and i'll speak to you on the next episode